With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keeper Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going.
Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Oh, hello, everybody. Hey, hey. Hello. We survived another week. <laughs> episode three. I have no, like, recollection of that episode. So watching it was really fun. And, like, yeah. kind of voyeuristic, because watching the whole Nathan Haley thing unfold was, like, brand yeah. new for me. Yeah, that was exciting. It was fun to see it from from this perspective rather than uh, mm -hmm. from just being. And, and I had sense memory. I didn't have a lot of it the last two episodes, but this one I had a lot of sense memory of being there. I remembered being sitting at that table. I remember the whole Cracker Jack scene. Um, and I forgot that it was in ep this episode. I thought that happened later. I thought she was like, I agree to tutor you. And then like later he did that. Mm -hmm. um, so that was kind of cool. That was fun to see. Did you have any idea in the moment that that little bench was going to become like a cultural <laughs> icon in downtown Wilmington? Never in a million years did I think that. I of mean, course. how many people have proposed at that bench? The yeah. photos we see oh, of like yes. engagements and, and, you know, people there with their babies and it's so cool. And their baby's uh, named Haley. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and like to see it, it, it's just this beautiful two shot. The DP got it just right. And whatever time of day you guys did it, you know, it was like magic hour, the reflection of sunset in the water, or I guess it would have been sunrise because it was supposed to be 7 a.m. Yeah. It's just so pretty. It yeah, was iconic. It was, it was so beautiful. The way the water was glowing and everything. And then mm -hmm. the fact that Nathan looks at her and says that line... <gasps> Don't say I never gave you anything. I mean, that is the oh. line that fans quote to me. More, you know, you were saying your art matters mm. is the one that you get all the time, Hillary. That's the one that I get all the time. Don't say I never gave you anything. It it just um, it meant so much to people. And and I also clocked, which I didn't. I don't know that I clocked it when we were filming. But Haley's still wearing the bracelet at the uh -huh. end of the night. Like she didn't take it off. Why didn't uh -huh. she take it off? That gave me shivers so a little bit because it made mm. me wonder, like, had Haley ever had like a like a little boyfriend in middle school? Like, had Haley ever had mm. that like deep flirtation before? Was this like the first boy that was mm. I don't know. Did you guys have a conversation about that? We didn't. But I yeah, I, I do remember thinking that and feeling like this is the first this. That's why she's getting drawn in, even though she's trying to be a good friend and you know, mm -hmm. to do the right thing and, and help someone who's in need. Um, yeah. I mean, the captain of the basketball team, captain, is that, is that the word? The lead? So handsome. Yeah. I still don't know basketball terms, but <laughs> touchdown. you know, he, <laughs> shooting touchdown, down, touchdown. That's <laughs> so, so in that moment. funny. <laughs> yeah. I think you hit it. That's, that's it. Speaking of things that were incredibly authentic, um, what I like about our show is that there's nothing like cool. <laughs> the hazing takes place in someone's mom's minivan. Yeah. And they just throw him in a puddle. Like that's it. It's the worst. It's the worst that they do. We we're got you wet and dirty. <laughs> 
What? They soaked his clothes with water in his locker. Was it water or was it pee? Do we know? Uh, I don't don't know. That would have been worse because I'll tell you what. I had bullies in sixth grade and they put dog shit in my locker. And (gasps) like that was horrendous. And I'm Your sixth grade bullies were harder than teenage boys in this episode. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, I was in Jersey, so maybe part of it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's all they did was push him in a bottle. You look so cute with your little barrettes in this this episode. Yeah. Was that your idea to do pigtails? I have no idea. I don't remember that at all. I feel like it must have been. You know it was. It probably was. Our bosses were always like, just wear your hair down. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, I want her to look really sweet and innocent. She did. It worked. I mean, it worked. Even just that last shot of Haley and Lucas on the bench. And um, I I saw what a baby face I was and just the mm-hmm. innocence and sort of mm-hmm. what I caught a moment of the appeal that everybody loved about Nathan and Haley, that it was mm-hmm. so young. We were so young and feeling so many big things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there was such a, like a purity to it. Yeah. The way that you held Haley's experience and held that choice and for this noble idea of saving your friend sort of, you know, took on something that you were afraid of. It it was just so fun to watch. It was fun. Well, let's talk-, talk about the acting range, though, Joy, because my favorite thing on the Internet is that montage that one of your fans cut together of all your kissing scenes what? from when you were on a soap opera. Oh, it was God. like it was <laughs> like the sexiest ever um it was so passionate and intense and you did it as like a teenager and that was all pre one tree hill yeah so then to see you flip that switch and just be the most pure little angel on the planet (laughs) i was like this girl knows what she's doing (laughs) oh it's so fun i had so much fun with Haley. like with a cool cool character Uh, by the way talk about having fun Brooke was like Ooh. a ball in this episode. She print. Mean, my face is still red, you guys. Like, look at me and look at you. I'm very red. Oh, my God. It was such a weird, like, when you had that moment uh, at the dock and you were like, oh, this scene. I popped up out of Lucas's backseat and I went, oh, God, this scene. Oh, no. Like, I couldn't even look at it. And I remember... Oh, and Hillary, you called me out. You were like, you went from all girls school to this. I was like, listen, I can't talk about it. Like, (laughs) I, I remember being in there and like understanding they were like, you know, you're doing this thing and, and you've really got to try to seduce him. And they just like kept telling me to be sexier. They were like, well, everything you (laughs) say should be, you know, an invitation. And I look back and I'm like, oh God, a bunch of creepy old dudes wrote this and then like told me what their fantasy was. I don't know about this. You're 21. Could you sex this up? That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, could, exactly. you, uh, could you just really, with every word you say, uh, suggest that you'd like to have intercourse with this person? <laughs> Wait, um, so waiting in the back seat is one th- Like, waiting in the back seat is one thing. But did yeah. you girls in high school ever change in the back seat of a car with a boy, like a boy that you liked that was uh, driving what? or whatever? No. Really? Christ, no. no. I did. No. What? Joy? Joy? <laughs> you were kissing on TV with all that skill. No, I, yeah. Well, I also 
I mean, again, God, so nerdy. I went to an all-girls school, dude. <laughs> like, I was driving around with girls all the time. Yeah. I did get, though, being a camp counselor, very good at doing a full change in my sleeping bag, like in a <laughs> cabin, because I felt weird about, like, you know, taking my clothes off around kids that weren't mine. <laughs> Even though yeah, I was in charge of them. Solid so skill. I would like I would change in my sleeping bag <laughs> and just pop out. I definitely out. like changed in cars all the time, but like never yeah. with a boy. Really? Like, ever. Yeah. Who'd you change in front of? I don't, I mean, I remember a couple of times I was, there was like, I mean, there was one oh. I, I remember in particular, um, this boy that I kind of liked, but we, I don't know, we were, we just had to go somewhere and I was like, I got to change. I, but listen, part of it being a theater kid, I was so comfortable oh. going backstage mm-hmm. and you just, there's quick changes and you don't think twice yeah. about it. And it's not like yeah. your body, it's like your body. You just got to like yeah. change. Um, but did you do dance too? I did. Yeah. So you, there's a body awareness that dancers have that like clunky people like me are always kind of <laughs> mystified by like, wow, they know what, you know, their joints are supposed to do. Yeah. How, but I remember know. feeling, I also, you know, I was, I, my boobs were developing. It was high school. Like I was getting attention mm-hmm. from boys, you know, it was like, there was all kinds of other things. Is going that when on you too, were doing so. your Mariah Carey thing wearing hoop earrings? And know, oh yeah. That full on yeah. like yeah. Uh, dark liner with the, with the <laughs> uh, frosty lip. Yep. And uh, yeah, oh, oh yeah. the nineties. So hold on, way. real life and then TV life. Brooke and Joy, or Brooke and Haley, and then Sophia and Joy flip flopped like a little. Bit. Joy's changing with dudes. Sophia's an all girl, and now Sophia's slutted up on the show. They really, <laughs> they took this episode mm-hmm. to paint you two as polar opposites. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really did. Yes, they really did. And I will say the thing that that I loved that we got, which thinking about, again, who was writing all this stuff for us, it seems even more like a miracle now. But Hill, when we had the scene, you know, in the hallway Mm. and like Brooke gets her bra back from Lucas and then you come and, you know, chase me out. And I watched myself like be more myself. Like she was just a kid. Mm. Who yeah. was like, no, he, I think he's just nice. And you could see that that was such a change for her and something that made her feel so excited. And it, that seemed like innocent and youthful to me. And then she switches it right back. Like, that's the thing I'm remembering now watching is that Brooke Davis, when she would let her real feelings come out, would always cover it with like a, hmm, it's going to be great when he sleeps with me. Hmm, it's going to be, try to Which, resist. By you know? the way, Brooke actually kind of came off to me as a virgin in this in this episode. Like she's what you know, it's a, a lot of big like, talk. Yeah. Like uh-huh. she's really trying to make everybody think something that's actually not true for whatever reasons yeah. going on in her personal life. But that's the whole thing is her through this first season, especially what I had to find for her was that she was actually just a really scared little kid who yeah. desperately was seeking validation anywhere that she could get it and was very willing to play the part of like, I have it all together when she didn't feel like that. Mm. So I love seeing girls out the there moments. feel that way. When, mm-hmm. when we do merch, let's make a promise. Okay. I want joy to make these little bracelets, but out of like rose quartz and like yes. amethyst, like Ooh. let's class them up. I let's wrote it down. <gasps> Did you? And then I need a Brooke Davis cheetah bra in my life. Like, yes, why don't I have too. one? I don't, 
Girl, I want them pushed the up. The backseat Brooks bra. bras. Yeah. I <gasps> oh feel like God. those would sell. I'm so in. I'm into it. Yeah. Guys, email us and tell us what you think. Would you would you buy your uh, backseat <laughs> leopard bra and a fancy Cracker Jack bracelet? I'm email like iHeart and tell us. Chic charm bracelet. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's yeah. our email address at iHeart? Dramaqueens at iHeartRadio.com. There it is. The other thing that stood out to me so big from from the backseat, actually, <laughs> there'd be a silver lining there. But when when I had to lean over and say. How many moments can you point to and say, that's when it all changed? Yeah. Perfect. And I keep asking him if he can feel it. Like, can you feel it? Everything mm-hmm. changed for you today. And then you keep seeing these moments where it all changes for each of us. Peyton gets her artwork accepted at FUD and then also defends her artistic thesis. Yeah. Haley it turns around and there's Nathan in the tutoring office and he says, I need you to tutor me. Like Oof. we have these moments that we can point to for each of our characters. And when Lucas looks changed. at Brooke and says, you don't have to act this way, you know, you're the, and he's oh. the first guy that's ever said that to you. Yeah. We all have those little moments. Yeah. And it was the beginning of seeing Brooks um, as sort of the voice of wisdom that she eventually became and grew, and grew mm. more and more into. Oh, I love that. It was cool. It was really good. And and I what I love is the foreshadowing of being in that that waxing parlor <laughs> and Brooke makes this whole thing about I want stability and I want a boyfriend, but nothing mm-hmm. dramatic like you and Nathan. Like the foreshadowing there is so on point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's so true. Um also we probably should talk about the Chad being naked with the basketballs. Oh, oh my, oh my god. god. We should talk about that, Joy. You're right. (laughs) Okay, so apparently what they did was they cut a hole in the basketball (laughs) for Chad. But then wouldn't it have deflated? I don't know. How do basketballs work? It's like paper mache. Um, I don't know. They made it was some like big prop thing that they made for him. Where does where does it live now? Where is said Ooh, prop basketball now? That's a good it's question. It's probably in some creepy storage bin that has like a code on the front of it in a, in a warehouse at Warner Brothers, like yeah. somewhere in the valley and no one basketball will ever see jock it again. Strap. Yeah. Oh God. This is the dick ball. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah. Big fun episode. Um, and we also are very lucky this episode to have one of our dear friends joining us. He was I'm here from so the jump. Excited. Yeah. Um, yes. And so let's, we're going to go to break, but don't go anywhere because we have a total babe waiting for you. Hey, Hey. Oh man. I can't tell you how many times I have been, I get, get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, Oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. 
With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) 
you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so <laughs> grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This That's is good. my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Girl, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. <laughs> it's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that mm -hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, one of our favorite, 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 favorite co-stars there from the very beginning. You may know him as Marvin Mouth McFadden. We know him from the Torkelsons. We know him as Minkus from Boy Meets World. Um, he's been in so many movies at this point. Um, he does all these David Fincher movies that put him on a level that make us all jealous. Um, for, uh, yeah, for like 30 seconds. Right? <laughs> whatever, Lee. Oh, whatever. <laughs> he was in Zodiac. Also, you did like October Road with Greenberg? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we had Crazy. our Christmas movie. And right. interestingly enough, Rhoda Griffiths, who Rhoda played my mother. was in the episode. Was just yes. in this episode. Was now, in the episode that I wasn't, by the way. I was like, I had my notebook out and I was like, where? Oh, no, I'm not in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, we love you. Lee Norris, ladies and gentlemen. It's so good to see you. It's been I, the last time the four of us were together. I don't even remember. It's insane. But so long. I know. Was well, it a convention? Well, Probably. 
Maybe, but I feel like Soph and Hill, you were there, but I don't know if Joy made it. And like, I, Joy, I think the last time I saw you was when we did like uh, James and Steve Coletti's like. Yeah, that's right. Although we did up. talk recently when you bought Girl Scout cookies for yes. my daughters. Oh my <laughs> Thank God. you. Those Girl I Scout know. cookies. We, you, Sophia, myself, and Brian Greenberg all got very uh, giggly. <laughs> at a bar at a hotel in Wilmington the last time we did a convention yes. together there. Yes, we did. Remember what? it was going to be like, guys, we're oh, just going to meet for like five minutes. About? And by two five o'clock in the morning, later? we had the bartender ordering us pizza. Yes. We're like, please, can you feel uh, <laughs> We really need They're some like, carbs. Please, leave. <laughs> please, <laughs> please. That. Oh, Lee, are you in North so Carolina fun. right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm in North Carolina. And so weird. Um, I was actually just in Wilmington. We went down to Wrightsville Beach like two weeks ago. Um, oh. Just for beach vacation, and it was so trippy to be there. It was it coincided with the release of your first episode, so of course I'm like wow. listening in the car as I'm driving to Wilmington, oh. and literally was like, the Brit, you know, seeing all the places and like being at Tower Seven and oh, just feeling so like cool. really connected to it in a different way. So, what Lee, how, how did you get the job of of mouth? Like, how did that come together for you? Yeah, you know, this first season was so crazy for me because, uh, or in the pilot, um, I was in school at Wake Forest, which is in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, for anybody that doesn't know, which is like three and a half hours from Wilmington where we shot. And, you know, I had done those shows as a kid and I sort of kept an agent around. But by the time I got to college, I'd seen kids like come into Boy Meets World, forget a line and get fired. And I was like, wow. oh, wow, this is this is like a business. This isn't just, you mm. know fun saying lines or whatever. So I, at that point was like, well, maybe I'll go to law school. Like when I was at Wake, I thought that's what I was going to do. I was like, it's kind of like being an actor, right? You're a lawyer, you get up and you, you know, you know, wax poetic and exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm tell the story. Facts and yeah. convince everyone. So that's what I was thought I was going to do. And then the audition for Ravens, One Tree Hill, you know, got sent to my agent. I knew it was shooting in Wilmington. My agent was like, just go to Wilmington and audition. All my friends were going on spring break. They were like going to Cancun, getting wasted. And I was like, well, I'm going to Wilmington to audition for this show. I'll never hear from it, whatever. Um, and then, you know, I did it. And they brought me back in to, I guess, do like a chemistry read with Colin Fickus. So that was my chemistry. Oh, <laughs> it was yay! like testing, you know, Jimmy and Mouth together. And, and Colin is someone that I knew. We grew up like auditioning in North Carolina together for stuff. So... Um, yeah, it, that's how it came about. And I have to give a lot of credit to Wake Forest. They were really cool to let me do the pilot and then to do the first season. You know, I was recurring. So I, not being a regular, I didn't want to, I, I really wanted to graduate because I was, it was my senior year at Wake when we were shooting the first season. So I was driving back and forth that first year between Wake mm. and and Wilmington riding papers in the trailer mm. all night at the River Court, driving back to Wake Forest, taking a test on like two hours of sleep, oh. getting back in my car, coming back to Wilmington. But it was, you know, it was crazy, but it was so worth it because I, I got to graduate and I got to do this show that I had no idea would take me 10 years of my life. So, Dude, weren't you in like an mm. acapella group too? Hell I remember I you being like, like yeah. gosh, yeah, remember right. you was in a group? Of course I was in, of course I was an acapella nerd, Hillary. You know, I was. I, I <laughs> loved it you'd be like hey man my group's performing on thursday if you guys want to come right. check it out <laughs> yeah 
Dude, our group, yeah. our group was the first co-ed acapella group on campus. That was like a big deal that it was men yeah. and women. Like this is a Southern college. Like it was like, yeah. we were like the risky kids that like could have <laughs> girls and guys in the same group. Like what are the they The risky acapella kids. Oh <laughs> yeah. my Wait, God. What was your jam? What was um, like, what was the jam that you guys performed? So we sang Sexual Healing and I <laughs> sang it as a duet with a girl, my friend Susie. And it was, my friend Susie. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. So. Had you hung out in Wilmington before? Yeah. You know, growing up and I grew up in North Carolina when I wasn't in LA shooting the, the um, shows, I always came back to North Carolina because this is where my family and friends were. And so I had done um, two episodes of Dawson's just as like little throwaway characters and had gotten kind of a peek at that world and a lot of our crew. Um, and I did all those terrible TV movies in the 90s where I was like the kidnapped and battered and abused child. Um, <laughs> Wait, you know, give us some names. Give us names. Any Place called? But Home was the name of one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was actually kidnapped and I didn't want to go home because Alan Thicke was my dad and he was abusing me. I mean, oh my God. you oh can't God. even make this stuff up. But. Actually, that brings up a good point because you having grown up in this business... Yeah. Um, I kind of grew up, I started when I was 12, but I think you were younger when you started, right? How old yeah, were you? I was, when you... I was nine when I did the 12%. Yeah. So yeah. you really wow. grew up in this biz. I mean, what was that like from your perspective coming into Wilmington and seeing a bunch of us who were like, you know, some people who were super novice at, yeah. you know, 17, 18, I had I... been around a little bit longer, but you know, you, you must've known so much more about the business and what the expectations were and, you know, kind of watched us stumbling through it what, no. what what was that like no it was i mean you were so it, helpful like you, it's I so nice you were really... to say that i mean i i just remember coming in and you know i again sort of picking up on what i was just saying watching kids get fired like i yeah. came in with this very it's ingrained in you as a child actor you're like or back then it was like you hit your mark you know your lines you don't ruffle feathers you know i just wanted to work and be there and so I just tried to, you know, I was always the first one in the van to go to set. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't yes. want to give them any reason because yeah. I loved doing the show and I loved you guys. And I wanted to, you know, the mouth was just a total, literally a sideline character just had, you know, nothing to do with the start. So I had no idea whether they would keep writing for me or not. In fact, Sophia, mm -hmm. I remember one night we were in like iHeart New York pizza after, do you remember that place? Oh um, my God. Yes. Downtown we'd had some drinks or whatever. And like, I just was convinced that they weren't bringing me back. And I was like, guys, it's been nice knowing you. I really enjoyed getting to meet you Aww. all. Like, I'm not going to see you. And you, so if you're like, shut up, we're going to make them bring you back. And I was like, <laughs> I have no idea. You know, I just, didn't I was like, it. you are not leaving. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You will not allow it. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it was just coming in. I, you know, it was a totally different world than doing something like Boy Meets World, which was a sitcom mm -hmm. and was so contained. And I was really inspired by you guys because I watched you, you know, taking on these, we were, we were still kids, really. I mean, but yeah. we were growing up really quickly, quickly and figuring out these roles and figuring out things behind the scenes. And, you know, when I saw you guys stand up for things, I was like, oh, that's, well, can we even do that? Like, that's amazing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> these girls don't know the rules. <laughs> that's what I'm like. I'm wondering if you just sat back and watched us step in landmine after landmine and you're like, oh, can't do that. No, <laughs> no, I mean, I'll, I just, I'll never forget a day where I got really frustrated on set and we were all in our cast chairs and Lee just looked at me. It was, it was that scene on the quad. You know which one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, and yeah. Lee just looked at me. He goes, well, 
tomorrow's a new day. Like it was so, <laughs> like, like, like I'm a 90 year old character actor with a cigarette. Like, hey, no, no, no. Get over it, kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll be um, fine, kid. <laughs> no, I was so totally inspired by you guys. And Hillary, you were so sweet to me at the pilot. Um, I remember I came in cause Julie and Sophie, you guys hadn't gotten there yet. And Mm-mm. Hill, I remember you came in and I knew you from MTV and I thought you were like, you're gorgeous and smart and cool, just like the epitome of cool. And, you know, I was just like number, what, 12 on the call sheet? Like, no one had to be nice to me. And you came you right Minkus, up to me. baby. And you were like, <laughs> look, my brothers don't care about Chad Michael Murray. They care about Minkus. Like, they were so, you were just, <laughs> made me feel so at ease. And I'll, I'll always love yeah, it. Yeah, I think I probably made you sign things. I was like, hold on, I'm going to need you to like sign some stuff. Because Boy Meets World was like a huge deal when we were growing yeah. up. I mean, you yeah. were on a hit, hit show and like us doing the pilot of One Tree Hill, no one ever thought that would go, you know? So you yeah. were the godfather, you know, that had actually mm-hmm. done it. How long and, did Boy Meets World run? Um, I think they did, I don't know, six or seven seasons. But the thing about that mm-hmm. is, is I only did the first season and people people don't realize that. I think they really? sometimes think only I was the there. first? Yeah. I mean, the thing about that character Whoa. was it was so, you know, it was such a fun and memorable character that I think people just and then I came back later and did like an episode where they graduated from high school and they brought me back and then when they did their union show they were cool enough to bring me in and um so yeah you know and honestly I have to say I'm really glad actually that it worked out the way it did because I don't know that I would have gotten the opportunity to do our show to do One Tree Hill if I'd been on that the whole time because you know Mm -hmm. how it is you get locked into those roles oh yeah and you guys knew it we'd be out and like you know and people would scream Minkus from across the bar and it's like (laughs) Yeah. If from I'd one been on season. The whole time, from one season. That's right. So that's what I mean. I almost um, feel like it was kind of fortuitous that, you know, I wasn't just so locked in, even though I, I sort of mm-hmm. am. But. So the subtext here is that Lee can take a couple episodes and make an iconic character. That's right. What? Three scenes? David Spencer keeps sh- calling you. You Hello. Guys, you guys, I need to talk to you more often. <laughs> Lee, Lee, were you a fan were of basketball? Hype girls? That's right. Were were you a basketball fan when you started? I mean, you had a lot of diet. This was like a like medical jargon or like legal jargon, the amount right. that you just had to like yes. bah, 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 bah. Yeah. I mean, how was that for you? Yeah, no, I was. I was because I was at Wake Forest, which is a big ACC basketball school. So mm-hmm. when I came in for the audition. I was actually wearing my, it was called like the freaking Deacons because the Demon Deacons were our mascot. And I was into like the basketball club that like the fans that like camped out for tickets. And You sweet little bunny. You know, I mean, I loved it. There was no way I was ever going to play basketball, but, you know, I loved watching it, you know. So, um, yeah, no, I was a fan and that was, you know, nice for me to, to sort of channel that and bring that into those early days when that's really all he was, um. And it wasn't until, you know, like later in the season when the cheerleading and the broken mouth boy toy stuff that they really started to kind of flesh him out. Mm -hmm. I loved that the most. That's like truly one of my favorite storylines of my whole nine years. But I'm curious about the the jargon and the lingo, like you being part of that whole basketball scene at Wake Forest. Were there um, were there like college basketball reporters that you were listening to prep to like learn the way they talk and uh, there he goes down the line and he shoots and he's got, like it's such a way that they do been. that i probably should have been doing that but i don't i mean i just watch a lot of espn in general so i was so just, you just more take, yeah and, I, and okay. the thing about mouth is is he was 
he didn't have to be professional. Like this was a kid who was just passionate and was sort of, you know, he was, he was, you know, the nerdy kid who was, who was trying to find his voice. So I didn't, I think the great thing was I didn't have to be perfect at it. There was Mm. room to kind of be like a novice about it. Um, Mm. I think it was just enough that I sort of naturally enjoyed watching the game, but yeah, it was, it was a, it was a lot. And like sitting on that picnic bench at the river court, my ass was like <laughs> chafed after sitting there all, you know, we'd be out there like all night. 17 all hours. Night. Yeah. 17 it's, hours. It's like insta bonding. There's no other business I can think of where it's like this. I mean, mm. maybe, maybe military. I don't know where you just get thrown in with people, a bunch of people you don't know. And yeah. all of a sudden you're up all night together. You're spending long hours and like lots of time sitting around, lots of time just mm-hmm. quietly available to uh, talk and you know it's it's really cool did you did mm-hmm. you feel because y- you were there for all those river court nights and everything that was your gig so did you feel like you were able to really connect in with the whole group or did you feel like yeah, yeah to, what was your experience like in the first season those I don't know about you guys but those were always my favorite scenes when they got all of us together and we just got you know it was 3 a.m and we're just you know Goofy. Colin, yeah. Colin Moss is singing like the theme song to the Golden Girls, and we're just like, like, <laughs> like we're, you know, that that was the most fun. And I feel like, we, you know, being, and what really struck me, because you, your podcast has inspired Andrew and I, we've gone back and started watching it now because we're like, mm. oh, Aww. we're watching all these other shows in quarantine and stuff. So, you know, we started going back. And so we watched the pilot this weekend and through up through this episode. And it's just so crazy to me, like, to, to see, especially in this episode, you see so much of downtown at the river, yeah. the river walk mm-hmm. and all of that. And to think that that was the backdrop for our show, but that was the backdrop for our real lives too. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm seeing these, the steps that they're sitting on for the burning boat thing. And like, that's the steps that we were like, you know, kind of buzzed on at 2 a.m. talking about. Yeah, like, Greenberg life. playing a guitar. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's just so surreal. But yeah, those are by far my favorite scenes, you know. Mm. Lee, were there any like misconceptions about Mouth? Anything that, you know, people maybe didn't quite understand about him or anything that you really felt you wanted people to understand about him? I don't know. You know, I mean, I think as far as Mouth, um, I think what's interesting about him is you see him as sort of the nice guy. Um yeah. And yet he was written in a different time. And I think this is true about all of our characters, right? I mean, there was things that were written for him that now when I go back and look at it, I'm like, oh, I don't know if he should have walked up to Brooke and just kissed her without asking at the high school. You know what oh, I mean? It's like, God bless you, Lee. I don't know. There's just things like that. But, you know, at the same time, we're making a TV show. And if we all just did the right thing all the time, it would be boring. So I understood that it was like heightened and um different but yeah i mean i don't know there were things where he like threw the brick at the windshield of brooke's car and i was like where did, where does this come from you know what i mean it's like I'm <laughs> yeah. reading the script and yeah i'm like here's the child actor in me like gotta keep this job so i'm just gonna do whatever <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or just like you know hillary hillary like in the later season Matt, mouth is like in a fat suit and i was like what is this like oh, I, you know, I had no idea it just Lee took a turn told me about this Just like, you know, we did our Christmas movie a couple years ago and we're all staying in like a Hampton Inn in Louisiana and Lee would come over at the end of the workday and we'd just talk about stuff that same way, like we've all kind of decompressed together and Lee's like, oh yeah, do you remember like when Mouth was in a fat suit? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I totally missed all of that. Yeah. So I don't, I'm misconceived. These aren't so much misconceptions. It's just, 
I, I think that he mm-hmm. can be viewed through a different lens now. And I, my hope is that I always, no matter what was written, I just, I always wanted people to see his, his real heart that I, he wanted to be a loyal and good mm-hmm. friend, whether he always did the right thing is, is definitely up for debate, but I hope that, cause it was important for me to be on the show. I mean, there was, there was pushback when they went to make me a regular, the network was like, well, it doesn't look like a model. And I was like, come on guys. Like, you know, do you, how many James and Chad's do you need? Like, I thought what was cool about our show was that it was, it was a little more grounded and it was nice yeah, to see so a human face looking back. And so I, I've always, of course, been protective of him because I spent so long playing him. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, I understand that there are people that, that can feel differently about him. So did the writers ever like, did you have input with the writers when at some point as you got, as you stayed longer and got more comfortable, like just being there and being a part and, and be, really became yeah. a part of the show, were mm. there times when the writers would come to you and be like, Hey, what, would you have any ideas or things like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. Um, and again, I think it all stems from that. Just how I was raised so like right. i'm just gonna see this through um but and i do want to be careful too I, there there are writers on the show that i love and that i'm friends with yeah. and listen coming Absolutely. up with storylines for these all of these characters for nine years yeah it's been in plates it's no wonder yeah. that i ended up in a fat suit like i mean you know at some point <laughs> what are you going to do for these characters so i i, yeah. I want to be careful and say i loved playing him he was a great character he got to do funny stuff he got to mm-hmm. do drama so you know i'm grateful for that but mouth was special because he was the everyman you know what i mean like mouth represented every kid in high school that wasn't captain of the basketball team wasn't captain of the cheerleading squad like he's an important person Mm -hmm. for our fan base to be able to connect to right however mouth pulled chicks like (laughs) every chick on the show had a mouth episode i know is what i'm saying i never we had our our go-kart rendezvous we did you and Soph had, so what fun. was your and Soph's, what was your romance what'd you guys do Limo? i took mouth to a strip club oh, right <laughs> right right we had know. like a night in a limo we were all dressed up oh god i can't wait to get to that episode and figure <laughs> out what in god's name we were doing but i just remember that lee and i were both so uncomfortable and you know this had to be brooke davis's idea of course and we right. and i am like what is happening and the writers were like yeah, it's gonna be great and i was like um i feel really uncomfortable and you sweet angel you were like i just this feels i don't know and you just kept putting your hands up because like you didn't want the girls to think you were going to try to touch them and so the girls that had been hired to like be these i mean they were strippers yeah. who were hired to come on the show, drew us little notes and smiley faces oh on their pasties. Oh my God, I totally forgot about that. Oh, right. pasty because, faces? Yeah, so they wore pasties because like they knew we were just... They wrote notes out. on their pasties? Yeah. yeah. Like, so hi, I love the show. Once. Like, little smile. What? Joy? Joy? I had no idea that was a stripper how thing. Story, how did this story work around to Joy saying I did that? Uh, when were Sorry. you wearing... Pasties in someone's in the lap. back of What's a high school boy's car. No, it was not. It was not Wintry Hill. It was a pilot I did later, uh, and uh, I had to do my first like sex scene, and I had pasties on, and I just did in glitter, oh like God. up here with arrows, like um, you know, up on one and here on the <laughs> like, other. Look at my face. Please. Yeah, and then oh stop it was another one. Oh Lee, you had multiple God. strip club opportunities on our show. Where well, where was that? Pure gold. I, I became the stripper later. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Hey. That's right. Yeah. 
How long yeah, did it take before you were comfortable enough to show us your dance moves? Because for anybody that doesn't know, Lee is the best dancer on the, the best. show. So good. Well, I mean, this, that was in my younger age. Now I'm now I have a two year old and I can't even bend over. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, well, I think you guys I've heard you talk about this on the earlier episodes. Like we saw pieces of ourselves start to being worked into the characters and you mm-hmm. know, we would go out have some drinks or whatever and we would do blow off scene we would go to like oliver twist and it was 80s night oh my god we would go out and just dance and we were having fun right i mean and it, oh. but do you remember like downtown wilmington and it being a big deal to get into oliver twist like you don't read the line in wilmington <laughs> like you were in manhattan or something <laughs> guys we're on the list at oliver well twist. and then we could only go to certain places because james could only get into like certain places right. that they so. not that he was That's doing right. anything illegal no, not at all um, not that he wasn't 21 yet but lee i will say like you and i laid the foundation of our friendship yeah. on loving hip-hop yes and going dancing do you remember our song I don't, I'm gonna uh, Three, of course nine. i do <laughs> We loved Wait, the Yin Yang Twins. We loved the, the Yin Yang Twins. Oh my God. I remember no, that. That is our fucking song. We would and be we, like, you know, I, we would be like across the like bar or whatever. If this song would come on, it was like, you know. This it was like the part. Red Sea would part because Lee and I would be screaming, running toward each other, like some weird drunken version of like a slow-mo love moment in like an 80s movie. And we'd just hit the middle of the floor and like we'd get the whole bar dancing. Yeah. And this didn't happen once. It happened all, all the, the time. time. Like all the time. That's how we became friends with Jane Beck because she heard we would like go out dancing. So she started coming with us and then Jane would do push-ups on the Uh, edge of the pool tables. That's right. Up at at Steph's bar, the one upstairs, Odessa. Odessa, the pool table. Oh my God, yes. And we were all like... Jane's the coolest person we've ever met. The coolest. And and for everyone listening at home, Jane Beck is, you know, one of our very best friends from the show, worked in our wardrobe department for years, is like a brilliant, badass, creative woman who also is the strongest person I've ever met and can do push-ups in a handstand. Yeah. And I have to say too, guys who are listening, (laughs) don't be afraid. (laughs) Don't be afraid to get on the dance floor. Yeah. I mean, this is how I met my wife. Like, yeah. Yeah. Can always get the ladies with dancing. There's tons of guys standing on the side and they're not going to, they're not going to get in there. So go out, do it, have fun. And you never know what it's going to take you. But yeah, then of course it showed up in the script, you know, three episodes later where Mouth's like, spying on cheerleaders and learns the cheerleading routine. (laughs) Oh Oh my God. It's so precious. Yeah. What was your favorite episode, Lee? Oh my God. Um, I, I I had different ones for different reasons. I mean, I think, I think 316, the school shooting is like obviously Mm. important for a lot of reasons, not just the obvious ones about the subject matter, but also like the whole, you know, we didn't know if the show was going to make it because that's when the networks were combining. And we were, I think we all felt like sort of spurred to try to do something to prove like we're worthy to like continue on or whatever. So mm-hmm. that one's special. And then I love, I, don't know, I love the, I honestly, I love the last, the very last episode where Mouth mm-hmm. gets to give his um, speech about um, what you do matters and how you do it matters. And they set up mm-hmm. a scholarship fund based on Jimmy mm-hmm. and all that. So I, there's pieces of different ones, but 
and then all the times we went on trips, at, you know, it was just so fun. Whenever we get, it was like sleepaway camps, you were know, fun. They were He's enjoying. a good traveling buddy. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Lee's also the guy that you want in your corner. We're gonna get into a little segment in one second, but before oh, we gosh. do that, I need everyone to know if you're ever at a wedding. And you need to sit next to someone that will get you in trouble. It is Lee Norris. We went to Tyler Hilton's wedding together. Oh, my and, God. And they sat us at the actor table at the reception. And an actor who will remain nameless, who was oh much no. more famous than we are. We'll tell you after. We tried to include them in our conversation <clears throat> because, right, like, we're all, like, small town southern kids like hey man let's be friends you know that's you engage when you meet strangers was, was this person by themselves at the wedding no no they oh, were okay. with their girlfriend oh, okay but <laughs> lee and i try to get this person to like engage and we were like Mistake. oh we, <laughs> terrible idea right <laughs> and so we're like hey what's up and they just stood up and walked away <gasps> Just like left. And so what? as the night progresses and Lee and I are on the dance floor and drinking drinks and having a great night, the whole rest of the night we'll have to beep this. Lee would yell out, you to this guy across, across the wedding and i was just like it's such a strong move to know oh who God. your circle of friends are and to be mm -hmm. like we're gonna roll deep tonight friends and i don't care that it's someone's nuptials we're going for it oh my god oh my god he's the best date that's just a good date. so phenomenal Lee, stories even we your got wedding. stories guys your wedding was yeah. the best uh -huh. like i have seen photos from your wedding where I'm just like, who is that person I was dancing with? And then like, there's just, we were all just raging. It was like a sea of bodies. So fun. It was like a music festival, but it was also mm -hmm. like a very beautiful, gorgeous, like North Carolina on the water yeah. event. But like, we just can't help ourselves. We turn it into... We turn it into a rager if <laughs> we're all in twins. the same room. <laughs> yin -yang twins. What do you oh yeah, no, the wedding the wedding planner was like, Do you want a band or a DJ? That's like the big question when you're having mm. a wedding, right? And I was like looking around Wilmington, I'm like, I don't know if there's any bands that are gonna be able to pull off yin yang twins. So how about a DJ? <laughs> so, you know, they, they brought in a DJ and we just, you know, lost our minds. I loved it. When that song yeah. turned, Andrea is so sweet. Y'all, Andrea is Lee's wife, and our song came on and she just literally handed you to me. <laughs> and I was like, Thank you. Thank Jake, you, sister friend. This that's is how our you know moment. She loves you. Yeah. 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 I know Andrea loves me because of that moment. God, and I mean, all the years of our friendship, obviously. Yeah. But Lee Norris, the moment I realized you really loved me and that we were like really in it and we'd become best friends was when two, might have been three years into our friendship, yeah. you finally admitted to me that you do not ever allow anyone to eat off your plate. <laughs> ever. Really? And I, I have eaten off of your plate since so the many times. second night we had dinner together Deluxe. i just was like oh that looks delicious i'm gonna try that and lee i didn't know was like oh my god and he would eat around the bites i had taken for months but didn't have the heart to like break my little italian like family style spirit and and eventually he got over it and would you know we would just share food but you told me years later, later. and i was like you sweet human well there was something clearly wrong with me i don't know why it was just one of those weird things but like i don't i grew up as, as an only child as as you did so and so i just wasn't used to like that feast or famine environment of like you know i just i don't touch my things guys yeah. 
God. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because... Therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot drama. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacovas must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles, and the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, and with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really (laughs) fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, My cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Boricua <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? 
The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists like for the mom who has everything or for grandma or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, My mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She would bring them home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful day. (laughs) And I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming home and just taking a moment to step away from all the daily expectations and enjoy a little, little Keebler sandy. Listen, you know I love a snack break, and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans, and almonds. Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture, they make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie and enjoy a simple moment of comfort. We do a segment here called Deep Thoughts with the Drama Queens, Lee. This is oh, what we're going to do okay. with all our guests. Um, Joy, why don't you hit them with some deep thoughts? All right. So, Lee, um, I would like <laughs> to hear what your favorite and least favorite storyline with your character was. Oh, my God. That you remember. No. I know we were saying, you know, it's hard to remember all of them because it's a lot of episodes yeah, and a yeah. lot of in and out. So, I mean, but that just you whatever recall. comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah, there's too many. I mean, the I think one of one of my favorites, I can't pin down a favorite. One of my favorites was just the way the whole storyline with Jimmy Edwards played out mm. um, with Colin being a friend of mine and him coming back and doing that amazing, mm. powerful performance. And I, I know you'll have him on to talk about that. Um, yeah. So doing that and then like the follow up episode where like Mouth gets, um, I think, takes Jimmy's yearbook and like gets it signed mm. by everyone and takes it to Jimmy Edwards's mom. Mm-hmm. who yeah. was played by the sweet, amazing actress who, who's in North Carolina, who's a professor at UNCW, who was just like, she started crying in the scene and I started crying. I was just like, mm-hmm. I, you know, th- those are, that was a really 
that was a favorite. I loved the relationship with um, Brooke. I loved that it evolved from this him having a crush on her thing to just being, you know, like, like we are like, fr mm -hmm. like friend, like good friends, you know, and just, um, I, I always love those scenes. Um, least favorite, I, the scene fat when, Malf when, I mean, the fat suit, <laughs> you know, just whatever. Um, I can't the, wait till we get there. It has so much has been made of this thing and I can't wrap my head around it. I'm like, I, what? you know, I think the other one that I that I sometimes cringe about was like Malf and his he like hooked up with his boss at the TV station and I was just oh, like oh that's right I was challenging um, <laughs> that you know yes. again it's just it's hard it's hard to come up with storylines but um, I you know I, I for in general I really I, I had a lot of fun so and yeah. what about when you're if you have a friend who's like coming to Wilmington, tell us what yeah. your number one must do. I mean, especially being a North Carolina boy, like yeah. what, what do you tell your friend? Hey, here's what you got to hit when you're in <laughs> It's Wilmington. all about food. Um, yep. and <laughs> so don't share your plate, but you have to go to, uh, <laughs> you have to go to Brossery and you have to get their mac and cheese, Yes, which I just did uh, two oh, weeks ago. And Brasserie du Soleil. Yes. I love that we cheese. all still go there. That's where I had dinner when I was in yeah, town last yeah. too. The Tartar. Yes, yeah. so, good. Is so good. Um, go there and get the mac and cheese. Go to Tower Seven and just fish tacos. Everything yes. there. Uh, um, margaritas. Yeah, what it's I all would about give for a Tower Seven moment right now. Ooh, I know. And then sadly, Can Deluxe is no longer Deluxe, but the space oh. is still there. It's it's something. It's called something else. But is it a similar vibe? From Deluxe? It's, yeah, it is. It's still got like that nice exposed brick bar. I mean, if anybody really is a fan of the show and wants to see where we like lived our lives and aired out some some talks, like <laughs> the bar at, at Pen, I think it's called Pinpoint now, like just sit there and like our it's ghosts got our are roaming around. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you yeah. remember when we shot the pilot, the Dawson's Creek kids were still rapping That's their right. last season and like oh. we would just watch them in the window of Deluxe like, OK, OK. <laughs> and the second they vacated the premises, that's when we like infiltrated and we're like, well, I guess it's ours. It's ours. <laughs> it's I think we'll about that it. bar and I think about that amazing line we all loved from the first episode when Karen says that place knows too much. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> Deluxe knows too Deluxe much. Deluxe and Firebelly. Oh, we shot Firebelly. Amazing. All I'm fun. saying yeah. is, did, didn't they have like super cheap tacos at Firebelly? Like, you get a taco yes. for like 50 cents. Yep. Hillary, I think you and I used to go. Like we would meet each other on like 30. Oh, yeah. I lived like, above it. tacos. Yeah. They yeah. would order that beer Ho Garden for me because that's yeah. the beer that I liked. And when I moved, they gave me all the cases that they had in the Aww. basement because they were like, no one else drinks this shit, Hillary. <laughs> like, you're the only one. So if you're moving, take that's it. So take funny. it with you. That's, yeah. Wilming that's Wilmington. That sums Aww. up Wilmington. Good Lee, neighbors. I I'm curious from your perspective as, uh, I mean, you were there with us in, in, so we have all these onset memories and we were saying it's hard, it was hard to separate what the audience was seeing yeah. and why the show kind of took on this pop culture zeitgeist, like phenomenal, like mm -hmm. just went, went off and yeah. blew up. God, I can't talk. Um, but you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, for all of us, it was hard to really see why and how that happened and what that was like for the audience because we were, they were 
all wrapped up with the behind the scenes stuff that we were experiencing. Um, but because you were in and out a little bit more, can you explain a little bit about why, like, why do you think the show just took off the way that it did and stuck? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, I think particularly Mm -hmm. being at Wake Forest as a senior in college, while we, while the first season started airing, like when the pilot aired, I was at Wake and my friends like threw a premiere party in the like in the auditorium in the like communications auditorium and like my friend made cookies and (laughs) you know we're we were in the seats like watching it and i was like telling them all i was like because the oc had just come out and we were like there was all this fanfare and i was like well it's kind of like the oc but better hopefully and like it's a little more like north carolina and you know i was just (laughs) Less sexy, less sexy. Um, And yeah, I think it was an interesting perspective to be able to see like real kids like watching it and Mm. reacting to it. And yeah, I think it's it's a lot of what you guys have touched on. I think Um, I think just to be perfectly honest, I think you three are a huge reason of why the the vulnerability and the things Mm. that you guys tapped into as actresses. it just felt a little more real and grounded, I think, than some of the other stuff that was out there. Um, and I love that we started with that small town feel and that mm. it wasn't all like, you know, kids, just rich kids, like that there was that sort of soul to it. I think that's what drew, you know, all of us to it as actors even. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And just watching that play out at school and seeing kids reactions, that's a lot of what I saw. Um, but, you know, it's, it's cool to go back now and watch it and as an adult and see it clicking in different ways and as a dad and mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, it's totally different. Yeah, now that you're a dad, like, yeah. Lee, you've done a little bit of everything. You've done a ton of TV. You've done a ton of movies. Like, like in this chapter, what would you want to do next? Me? I want, like, a cushy Disney Channel job where I just play a mom <laughs> that comes in and, like, wags my finger, and then I go home, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. What's, what's your dream gig at this point uh, in your career? I don't know. I mean, I honestly, I feel so lucky. Like, I feel really fulfilled in a lot of ways. I mean, for me, yeah. any character that is, like, even going off and doing the little role in Zodiac um, was so fun for me because it wasn't the nice kid. It was this creepy kid who's like out with this married woman and like, he's wearing three layers of clothes and like Mm. (laughs) something's up with this kid. Like, you know, just playing Mm. certain off characters is kind of fun for me. Um, cause it's just so Mm. different than the quintessential nice guy or nerdy character. So anything that offers depth like that is fun, but you know, I'll still do the nice guy stuff to you. And what's Greyhound about? Tell us about Greyhound. That's your next project. So Greyhound was this amazing movie that was supposed to have a great, you know, big release in theaters pre-COVID, obviously. Um, And so Mm. when COVID came along, it ended up um, Apple TV snapped it up and um, made it available. But yeah, it's Tom Hanks. Um, Tom, it's just Tom Hanks, guys. (laughs) Sorry, Lee's off working with Tom Hanks in the world. He, he um, wrote the script based on a book um, and, you know, they asked if I wanted to audition for it. It was like messenger number two. And I was like, I don't care if it's messenger 47. If I get to hang out with Tom Hanks for two months, I will audition for it. whatever, you know? So I did. And, and I was so lucky to get to do it. And I spent two months um, in Louisiana shooting with him and other guys. And we were on this... Um, you know, they made the the fake bow of the ship and we were on a gimbal that was uh, controlled electronically. So they were like shifting us around and throwing water on us and wind. Wow. And it was like a masterclass to just stand five feet from Tom Hanks and watch him day in and day out. And then, you wow. know, go up and 
have my interactions with them. And it was just, it was, that's one of those jobs where it's like, I don't care if this movie ever does anything. I don't care what I make from it. Like just to have that experience, like, you know, I just feel lucky that I got to watch it and see it. But anyway, it's on Apple TV plus. Now you can stream it. If you're into World War II movies, it's really amazing to see the Navy aspects of all of it. We mm-hmm. got to talk to some actual World War II survivors that were still alive when we were shooting. And that was like, wow. for me, as a, I was an English major and a history buff. And to get to talk to those guys who mm. were on these ships and hear about their experiences was like, I mean, just wow. the coolest thing ever. So. Lee, well, you like, have to direct now. You uh, have to direct. You have been doing this for so long. And you have such good instincts, like mm-hmm. I, I, you that's just so direct cool us. You yeah, let's just do you know, let's do another Christmas movie or a reunion or something, and I'll, I'll yeah. just I just want to hang out with you guys. Christmas and Firebelly, it'll be tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas in Tower Seven. Exactly. Lee, you're in charge. Yep, and there'll be a, an impromptu dance off. Oh my! They're messy. I can't wait. I actually wonder because we had so many great artists on the show. So, you know, you're married, so we can't get someone to come play your wedding. But if you were going to pick any of the artists who came and played at Trek to Mm. do your next birthday party, is there someone at the top of your list or is it just the Yin Yang Twins forever? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I, I God, we had, we were so spoiled. I mean, with yeah. every, like Cheryl Crow was on the show and, yeah. um, I always loved the Jimmy world guys. I thought those guys were so okay. nice. Mm. And, um, you know, we went down and like saw them in Myrtle beach and they mm-hmm. nicely invited us backstage. And that I just so love those guys and I love their music. Um, God, the music was so good. I'm like watching as I'm going back and watching it now. I'm like writing down songs, and I haven't downloaded this because I'm not (laughs) cool enough anymore to know like what the good music is. So we need iPods. We're selling cheetah bras. We're selling (laughs) joy crystal bracelets and iPod shuffles. (laughs) shuffles. (laughs) Preloaded with all the ones you remember. Do you remember when they gave us those little flip cans that were like the little videos? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. What were those things called? They were called flip cans. They were called flips. Yeah. I wonder if mine is still around, guys. What what is on those? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're gonna do we're gonna do an attic scavenger hunt. Okay, Uh, man. I know Paul still has his somewhere. I'm almost positive he does. Well, we know Antoine has his too. So apparently, has Antoine told all of you guys this? He has tons of footage of us oh my God. tons and tons and tons oh and i'm gosh. like are you gonna turn it into a documentary and he's like i don't know sis maybe and i'm just like oh god oh, oh god. god maybe yeah. maybe we should take it, it and look at it we'll have a screening night i can't yes. even imagine what he has it's exciting um lee will you come back Will oh you come God, back and please. just like visit us all the time? I'll come back anytime. You don't even have to record it. I just want to hang out with you guys. I miss you. We'd I'm so glad you're doing you. this. You. And um, yeah, Andrea and I are going to be listening and watching along. So yes, I would love to come Kiss back. Andrea, Thank kiss you. the baby. I love you guys. Yes, I will. please. I will. Love you guys. Hug them Thanks for us. Bye, Lee. Right. Thanks. Bye. Love Aww. you, bud. I just love him Aww. so much. Honestly, like Lee is who you call when you need to bury a body. He is true blue. So good. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so talented. Honestly, I'm not even joking when when I like, you know, kid that he creates iconic characters. Mm -hmm. He does. He really understands all the layers. I mean, he 
built in a lot of layers into mouth. It, that easily could yeah. have just been like a one note thing. And he built a lot of layers in. Mm-hmm. And when you watch the way he works, you know, he gave the same kind of dedication of character and empathy and intellect on our funny little CW show as he does working with David Fincher, working with Tom Hanks. I mean, he (laughs) shows up and is so just good and creative. I, it's funny, you know, when he talks about standing with, with Tom Hanks and it feeling like a masterclass, I remember I have like flashes of days on set where we'd be doing something and I, every once in a while I'd have a thought of like, you got Get back in the scene because I'd be watching Lee work. And then mm-hmm. I'd be like, yep, I got to be Brooke Davis now. Yep. <clears throat> mm. Okay, let me say my line. Like, he, he would distract me with the ingenuity of the choices he would make. So cool. He never leaned into the Steve Urkel of it all. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, right. he could have easily made Mouth a joke. And instead, he made them made him this really, like, empathetic... Mm-hmm. Every man that like everyone could connect to. Everybody wanted Mouth to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they wanted Mouth to get the girl. Which mm-hmm. girl on our show did you like him with best? Kelsey. Kelsey was, how old was Kelsey? What, what was her character's name? Gigi. Gigi. Yeah. yeah. I think Little she was Gigi. 19. I think she, or, or maybe younger. Oh, no, wait, no. younger. 16. No. She was like, 15 I think she or lied 16. and said she was 16. <gasps> Baby, I think she was like, 13, 14. I think, I think she was no. incredibly young. <sighs> Maybe 15. Yeah. I don't know. 13, 14. Baby. <gasps> um, Cause know. there was also Erica, right? Erica Marsh. Oh, oh yeah. right. Ka- uh, Kath Bayless. Kathleen ba- Bayless. Yeah. Oh, right. talk about a dancer. Kathleen Mouth. Bayless. Mouth. Mouth. The Mouth. sweetest. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh so man. Yeah, man. And then Liz Arnois, Shelly, the clean teen. Oh yeah. They had their entanglement. I just I thought him and Gigi were so cute together. Him it was cute. Cassie. But I loved I loved later when he wound up with Lisa. Goldstein. Yes, that was oh, a winning pair. Yeah. Uh, their sweet relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, I'm mad I never kissed him. I know. Me too. Come on. Damn. Hello. Never got a shot. Um, <sighs> girls, is it time for most likely to? I mean, let's hit it. it. Let's spin the <laughs> wheel. Can we get a drum roll? Spin yeah. the wheel. Spin the wheel. Join, join the, the CIA. CIA. Who is most likely to join the CIA? And this is characters or actors or both? Oh, any old Anything. Throughout the entire buddy. run of the show. Most yeah, likely I to join so. the CIA. Ooh, the CIA. Very mysterious. Barry. <laughs> you know what, Joy? Whitey. You're right. You're right. Because Barry Corbin, I want to say, is like from New Jersey. He was like a Shakespearean actor. Like what? Barry with his Southern and, accent. And, his... and he decided to become a cowboy as an adult. Mm. Hold on a second. Look, Google Barry Corbin. And he created <laughs> this whole other persona. And it worked. And it tricked and everybody. It's just who he is now. No, he, it says here he was born in Texas, but he told me he lived in New Jersey for a long time. Mm, maybe he was in a CIA when he was in Jersey. I'm saying Honestly. he's telling stories. I will say, though, after our analysis of Lee Norris's incredible acting skills, I feel like he'd be great in the CIA. 
Oh yeah, he could pull it off for sure. As oh. like one of those actors, like you know, they've been doing yeah. it since the '40s. I guess they would have actors. Betty Grable was was mm-hmm. working for you know, so mm-hmm. they fly over and you just go to a restaurant for dinner, but you're actually like passing off a package to somebody in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I think we could pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, because he can he can be the life of the party and he can completely, you know, put his three layers on and disappear in the corner. And it, oof. I wish he was still here. Good. We should do this I with know. our guests next time. I, keep I know. <laughs> All right, so which character would join the CIA? We have a couple, Ooh. like, teammates. But who is elusive? I mean, Karen disappeared for a very long time and, like, came yeah. back with a man that none of us knew. Like, yeah, Andy? Andy. Cute Andy. She had a whole other life that we never got to see. She was definitely in the CIA. Michael Trucco's character who (gasps) suddenly appeared out of like nobody knew. The race car guy? Yeah. I'm not complaining about that. Trucco was a babe. Cooper. Trucco was such a babe. Is such Mm. a babe. Um, (laughs) Who else? Yeah. Mm. Those feel like real good choices to me. Yeah. Okay. We're good at this game. All right, we'll play it again next week. (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us. Episode three of One Tree Hill. We're so excited to watch it. Come back next week and watch watch another. Watch another and talk with us about it. Well, listen to us talk, but, you know, we want to hear your thoughts, too. So send us your questions and reach out to us. Yeah. And guys, we are loving your feedback on socials, hearing about your realizations and the scenes you had forgotten about and your artwork. And even mm-hmm. you all talking to us about some of the things we've said. I mean, we're just buds talking to each other. We forget. And then you'll quote us on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, my God, we did say that Ooh, this week, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> um, do you know? So real quick, we're going to end with this. My son finally, after all these years, thinks I'm cool. Because do you know who follows drama queens on Twitter? Who? John Cena. No. Stop it right now. <laughs> no, he does not. So John Cena, if you're listening, come. Hey girl, show. you can you can hang with us, girl. <laughs> yes. John Cena, come hang on our show and tell us all about why you love it. Please. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. 
BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays, and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped, and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut. And I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keeper (laughs) Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 